This is the second episode of the series with Tim McDaniel. The first episode started in episode 100. Check it out in the show archive to give it a listen. I'm going to warn you, I hope you brought your funny bone. I was looking up the person that is Tim McDaniel. Actually, Tim McDaniel is the first thing I looked up. I'm only one. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it started out with... (laughs) Nice. Singular. You're right. So did you hear that, everyone? It's singular. McDaniel. Well, you only get one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And thank goodness for that. Probably. Because let's see if I have... I don't know if I have the Google search here for the McDaniels, but I was was kind of amused by some of this. Like, you were a professional uh, uh, actor (laughs) who'd acted in casual sex. This is... (laughs) (laughs) I thought, wow. I've I've actually been in one movie. I was in Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, really? They were filming in Thailand when I happened to be in Bangkok and as a, as a Peace Corps volunteer there, oh. having dinner in a restaurant in Bangkok, and this guy came up to me and said, do you want to be in a movie? I said, oh, okay. So he gave me a card, and I showed up on the next Saturday, and I was an extra. I was Private Miller on a... Wow. Uh, yeah, I sat on a truck, and they drove back and forth. And I never did see myself in the finished movie, but uh, that was fun. Cool. So what were you doing? You were in Thailand, Peace Corps. When did this happen? This- uh, I started... Started Peace Corps in 1984, and I ended up staying three years instead of two. Is that when you're working on your, uh, you're refining the craft and making really long titles to publish in analog? You know, it's funny. Before I went to Thailand, I'd always told myself, "Oh, I love, I've always loved reading science fiction. I've always wanted to write it." I never got serious until I got back home. You know, after my long stint in Thailand, and then I told myself, "Okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it now." Is there actually Thai science fiction? Have you read? Uh, The only thing I saw were some uh, translations of, you know. Doc Smith novels, things like that. So who knows? There is a famous science fiction writer from Thailand, Somtao Sir Chirtikon, I think his name is. He's he does mostly horror. Oh, but uh, I don't know if he lives in Thailand anymore. But he's, and I think he writes in English. You know, yeah, because when I was looking for uh, science fiction in foreign languages in Asia, hmm. uh, it's, it, it narrows the field down fast. I assume it's maybe an economics issue, right? It's I think it's just cultural, too. The Thais are not huge readers. Oh. And generally, if they do read, it's usually romantic type of stuff. And, yeah. Oh, that's right. So uh, when I look at Tim McDaniel Profiles Facebook, I didn't click on that one, but, it, but the second one was Tim McDaniel IMDB database, and that's the one where you oh, started okay. casual sex. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing casual about it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you could have shown up as an extra, and I suppose too. I never did expect. I would have assumed that would have stayed too. That's funny. You are going to be Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing in here? You have been publishing analog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have the uh, talent to not only get published in analog, but to also have the longest title in analog. I don't know if it's the longest in analog's history, but. I've, I, I had tried for years and years to get into analog, and I got into FNSF pretty much right off the bat. That was my second written story, got into FNSF, and I didn't sell anything for several years. Finally, I started selling to Asimov's, and I, I sold several to Asimov's, and I kept thinking, that's great, but I, I still want to get into analog, because when I grew up, those were the three big 
well, not and uh, Asimov's came along a little later, but mm -hmm. FNSF and Analog, they were there when I was a kid. I've always thought, wow, to be in those. Asimov's and Analog are two of the top three science fiction magazines in the U.S. The other one is Fantasy and Science Fiction, which Tim has published in as well. And I kept trying to get into Analog, but I never got a positive response. And then the editors changed. And the new editor used to be the assistant editor at Asimov's. Oh. And I know he liked my stuff because he wrote a personal note on one of my stories and said, by the way, I really enjoyed this myself. So I thought, okay, maybe I've got a chance. But I don't really write hard science fiction, which is what Analog is famous for. Hard science fiction is the aesthetic of creating story that is scientifically accurate and where science and logic play a central role. Or said another way, it's fiction that Vulcans would approve of. So I finally wrote a story about the butterfly effect. And it wasn't hard science fiction by any stretch of the imagination, but I put footnotes in it. Mm -hmm. And I titled it like a more scientific paper. So it's called uh, Concerning the Devastation Wrought by the Nefarious Grey Comma and Its Ilk, A Men in Tie-Dye Adventure. A <laughs> Men in Tie-Dye... Yeah, yeah. In Tie-Dye Adventure, yeah. nice. It's about the... the the fact the butterfly effect, of course, was first described as a butterfly flaps its wing in Brazil and there's a storm in Taiwan. Uh -huh. So I thought, well, why are we allowing these butterflies to just fly around this way? We should stamp them out. So yes. There's a scientific program and they've, they've got a huge computer and they, they can tell which butterfly is going to cause which storm and they, they send their men out to eradicate them. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. So. Excellent. You know, I don't know why we haven't done that. We're I, think, get to I think we probably are. We just haven't been told about it. You know, you need to send the story into our current president and maybe he'll <laughs> yes. make it happen. He might believe it. <laughs> oh, it'd be kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. You know, what else? So, so, uh, so that, is that the longest title one? Is that the... No, my longest title. Well, my... One of my very oh, early sales. <laughs> one of my very early sales was to FNSF, and it was a fairly long title. It was called "Why the Aliens Did What They Did to That Suburb of Madison, Wisconsin," okay. and I really like that title because it makes you from immediately you want to find out. Well, what did they do? Yes. And I never do tell you what the aliens did, but ah. I, tell you, I tell you why they did it. So oh, okay. But my famous long title was my first. Uh, I wrote a series of stories about a mad scientist, Dr. Clive Crawley, and the first uh, first story of his had the longest title, and this appeared in Asimov's, and it's called They Laughed at Me in Vienna, and Again in Prague, and Then in Belfast, and Don't Forget Hanoi, but I'll show them, I'll show them all, I tell you. And the, the title itself took up almost a full page of, this, of the magazine, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, so what typefaces they have to use to squeeze that in there? <laughs> Their usual typeface, that's the thing, but it took no up a, almost a whole page. Multiple lines, right? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, oh, they don't page. pay me. I, they, don't, they pay me by the word, but not by the words in the title, so I could have got double the money on that oh, story. Oh, my but, goodness. Yeah. That's, a sh that's a shame. That's a crime, I think. Yeah. But I really like that title, because I thought, that, that tells you exactly what the story's going to be about. It's about the this mad scientist presenting at various scientific conferences and losing his control every time and screaming at people and I thought yeah that's that's what the story is so so what's the trick here I mean here in uh, uh, in the first one you mentioned about the suburb in the Wisconsin suburb mm -hmm. it was about a lot of closure like in the title it isn't like there's not they're not really teasing you you're not teasing us Tim you're you're filling us in with a lot of stuff and then that one ended with a question yeah well I like titles that mean something different at the end or you finally understand it when you finish the story. I don't always get there. But with that story, the aliens, uh, the story was about this uh, couple who was involved in very uh, 
uh, unorthodox sexual practices, and they're getting bored with all their usual games. And they looked out the window and saw an alien who had landed in a UFO crawling across their lawn, and they looked at it and started breathing heavy, and they they grabbed it and threw it down on the tarp, and who knows what they did with it after that. Oh, my. Those but the idea later suburbs. is like, okay, the title said what, why the aliens did what they did to that suburb. I thought, okay, the aliens either were very unhappy or very happy about what happened, and they did something either horrible or wonderful to that suburb. So right. I leave that up to the reader to figure it out. <laughs> Other than the, 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 the evil scientist one, uh, you gave us where he's at, what's his job title. It's kind title. of a taste of his voice, which to me was what this whole story was about. That Just writing in that voice of the guy who, who loses control and starts shouting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you have a, have you written this down as the as Tim McDaniel's scientific way to get the longest title in analog well, and that's published? A, that's a, I mean I'm 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 famous among my writing group at least for my long titles, but I don't most of my stories don't have long titles. A few do, and I'm not afraid of them. I think partly because of that early story in, in FNSF, it sold, and I said okay, that was a, a long title. I think it grabs the eye. You know, if I just said you know alien visitor, it would oh, okay. This is a story about an alien visitor. Okay, maybe I'll read it. But when you read why the aliens did what they did, oh, really? What did they do? Why, why would they do that? It just makes it more for an interesting read. So you got to grab the editor's attention. I'm also at a website called CuriousFictions.com. Published authors can put their stories up on that website, and then people have the option to logging into the website, and they can sponsor you if they like. And I now have uh, 41 of my stories up on that website. And what's the name of that site again? It's Curious Fictions. Curious Fictions. So. Fictions, yeah. It's got an S even though it should be a non-count noun. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You can go find Tim at Curious Fictions. Um, and uh, you can try to cyberstalk him like I did, but there's a lot of uh, other people you'll end up... But Tim McDaniel or McDaniels is a pretty common name. Yes, so go find him on Curious Fictions and uh, go double or triple or quadruple his, uh, what is this called, a sponsor count? Yeah, 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 my sponsor. Right, yeah. right, right, let's let's go quadruple. Let's, you know, It's 41 stories now. I'm putting more up every week because I got all these old stories that I'm still putting up there. $2 to sponsor me, that's like, I, I don't know, I had to be a NASA engineer to figure out the math of that, how much it is per story, <laughs> but it's no more than probably $1.50 a story. If you work it out. Right. How do you get a dollar fifty? It doesn't make any <laughs> I'm sense. I'm not a mathematician. Okay. <laughs> Listen, well, I, maybe the time to read it takes him some time. There you go. There That's you go. possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, quite frankly, it could take cost him a lot of money or very little. I don't know. It depends on the reading speed. <laughs> Check out Tim McDaniel on CuriousFictions.com. You can read what he's got up there for free and you subscribe. So Tim will produce more great works of comedy science fiction. In next episode, we talk about the following. So what is your inspiration for uh, writing? 